0: Hey family, how are you doing? I pray that you're doing well in the name of Jesus. I pray your day was pretty productive and it went by swift and fast. I pray that you had the peace of the Lord, the joy of the Lord with you. So I want to talk about the God who helps. He's a God of help. The Bible says he's a present help. But I just want to share with you some scriptures because I just love the Lord and he's so helpful. It's like every time um, I call on his name, I just feel his presence. I just feel his peace. I just feel his loving hands. You know what I'm saying? And I just love that, that whenever I call on him, he is truly a God of help. And there's so many scriptures that just... Express how much he loves us and how much he's willing to help us in our time of need. So I won't give you all of them, but it's just a few I jotted down that I've been meditating on because he is truly a God who helps. So Hebrews 2, uh, 18 says, because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Psalms forty six one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Psalms eighteen six, In my distress I called upon the Lord, and cried unto my God, and He heard my voice, out of His temple. And my cry came before him, even unto his ears. That's beautiful to know that when I cried out to God, that he heard me and that it came up to his ears. This is what David is saying, that when I cried, he heard me even unto his ears. That is beautiful. Isaiah forty-one ten. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God, and I will strengthen thee. Yes, I will help thee. Yes, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. He said, I will help you. I will uphold you. And I'm going to hold you with my right hand. You know, for some of us that are right-handed, I think that's a powerful statement. Because, you know, if you're right-handed, that your right hand is stronger than your left. Like, you can do more with your right hand You know, your left hand. Well, at least that's for me. So for him to say, I'm going to uphold you with my right hand. Like, I'm going to make sure that you don't slip. I'm going to make sure that you don't fall. I'm going to uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. Amen. Psalms 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears. Do you know how good it feels that when when you call on the name of Jesus... And he answers you and he delivers you. And this is why I wanted to share this today, because I was just praying and I just called on the Lord and I was just meditating at my job. Things got a little, you know, overwhelming. And I just said, Lord, shower me with your peace. And it's like the atmosphere truly shifted. And I know sometimes people talk about it and they be like, man, it didn't work. That did not work. They just this is fake. This is this is full of crap. I honestly can tell you the truth that it's really not that when you really set your heart out for God that he does show up Jeremiah 29 13 says when you seek me and seek me with your whole heart you shall find me he is will he's ready to be found by you it's the question is are you willing to seek him So when I called on his name today, I was just like, Lord, just shower me with your peace. And he did. So Psalms 34, 4 really explained what happened to me today. I sought the Lord and he answered me and he delivered me from all of my fears. I thought that was just awesome. Amen. Psalms 145, 18 through 19. The Lord is near to all who call on him to all who calls on him in truth he fulfills the desires of those who fear him and he hears their cry and saves them he is near to all who calls on him like really calling on him not using his name in vain not just you know oh jesus but really calling on him with a pure heart in truth But he wants to save you because he's listening. And I know you may be feeling like I've been calling on his name and he's not listening. But it's, it's really a heart posture. I had to learn that. There's many times I called on God, but I called. I had a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, hopelessness. And it was like, how do God break through that? Like your fears is, you know is this wall between you and God. He he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power and a sound mind. So when you're fearful and you're anxious and you're you know, you're at that point like you're crying out to God, but can he really get in? Can you really calm yourself and be still enough for him to break through the barriers of fear and break through the barriers of that anxiousness? Even the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, make your request known to God by prayer and supplication that we have to be still. He said, be still and know that I'm God. And when you learn to be still, it kind of quiet the noise. You know, you take those deep breaths, and you're not in fear. You're not anxious. You're not worried. You're just still in the presence of God. And when you're still, that opens the door for him to come in. For him to refresh you, for him to replenish you, for him to strengthen you, for his strength is made perfect in your weakness. Sometimes we want to be strong all the time, but God's strength works best when we're weak. And we have to be able to humble ourselves and allow ourselves to be weak before our heavenly God so he can strengthen us and show his power, that his power can be made manifest when we need it. Amen. Psalms 138 3. When I cried, you answered me, and you strengthened me, and you strengthened my soul. I just love David because he knew how to really worship and really honor God for who he is. He said, When I called you, you answered me. And when I when you answered me, you strengthened me. Like I said, his strength is made perfect in your weakness. Right now, you may be feeling weak and overwhelmed. You're tired. You got your, your head is spinning. This is the time to be still and know that he is God and call on his name. Call on his name. Go into that, that quiet place and really call on the name. Seek his face and say, Lord, I need you right now. I need you right now. Turn off your phone. Get away from anything that can distract you. Because I tell you, every time you try to get close to the Lord, the distractions are going to come. The phone is going to ring. The doorbell is going to ring. Everything is going to try to prevent you from getting into that place, that secret place. But you have to be vigilant and you have to be aggressive getting into the presence of God so that you may be strengthened. And the more you do it and the more you practice it, it becomes easy where you can tap in to the presence of God everywhere you are. But it has to start somewhere. You maybe have to start in that quiet place. You maybe have to go into your bedroom and close the door, or the bathroom or that closet until you learn and you develop that pattern and you know how to tap into the presence of God quickly. So now you could do it in a car. and You could do it in your office and you can get up and go into the break room and wherever you need to go and begin to tap into the presence of God because you learned how to do it in the quiet place, in the secret place so that he can strengthen you and replenish you. We, had a, we have hard days, busy days. Some of us really work jobs where there's a lot of labor and you got to do a lot and you're tired and your body's tired and you need to be refreshed. You, you need to be renewed. You have children, you have daycare, you have basketball games and volleyball and cheerleading or whatever the case may be. And now you're tired. You got to cook. You got to clean the house. You need to be refreshed. You need to be replenished. And the only one who can do that is our Lord. He will strengthen you and strengthen your soul. Amen. Psalms sixteen eight, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. I thought that was awesome that David had the confidence to say, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. He knew where God was. He knew where God was. This, to me, is a very important scripture for today. Because in order for you to know that God is a present help, you got to know where he is. Where is God right now? So often, we are looking for him and we don't acknowledge that he's right before me. He's right beside me. Psalm 16, 8. Jot it down. Take notes. Highlight it. I have set the Lord always before me because... He is at my right hand. David knew exactly where God was. I didn't have to go look for him. I didn't have to send a telegram. I didn't have to instant message him. I didn't have to do WhatsApp. He's at my right hand. He's he's by my side. Therefore, I will not be shaken. I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I'm not going to get angry. I'm going to be still because I know where he is. He's at my right hand. The confidence that David had, man, man, that's all I can say is, man, the confidence that that man had. But that confidence came because David really stayed in the presence of God. He knew how to tap into the presence of the God and the presence of the Lord while he was, you know, tending to the sheep. He knew how to just worship. It didn't take him away from his job. He was a shepherd boy. He 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 was a great steward over the sheep, but he knew how to tap into the presence of God. He knew how to take those still moments and just play the harp and just sing unto God and worship God. He learned how to multitask between what God has given him to do and being in his presence. Because so often we get so caught up in doing and working for God that we forget to be in the presence of God. And God would rather us be in his presence than to be working and doing what he called us to do. And it's aside from him. God doesn't want us doing what he called us to do alone. He's a help. He's a present help. I want to help you in what I've called you to do. You don't got to do it alone. You're not by yourself. And David acknowledged that you called me to be this shepherd boy. Now you're calling me to be king, and I'm I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be shaken because I know where you are, Father. I know where you are, and you are at my right hand. When I say David knew how to worship, boy. David really knew how to tap into the presence of God, and it's it's just beautiful. And it. it I, I I get myself in that frame of mind and I say I'm a woman after the heart of God because we all know that David is the man after God's heart. And I say, Lord, I want to be a woman after your heart, that I want to be just like David in a sense of I want to know how to tap into the presence of God. I want to know how to worship him no matter what it is, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter You know, the bears and the lions and the tigers and the giants. No matter what's coming at me, that I can worship my God and trust that he's by my side. Trusting that he's by my side, no matter what. Like, I really love Psalm 16, that I'm not going to be afraid because he's at my right hand. He's at my right hand. I know exactly where my God is. That's a confidence that I think we would all like to have. Because sometimes we wonder, Lord, where are you? And the only reason why... We're questioning where he is. Is because we're not in his presence. God does not move. He is faithful to his word. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. So if God hasn't left. Who did? We did. We get out of alignment. We, we chase the things of this world. We get caught up in self. Different reasons. Different situations for different people. But it's always our fault. God didn't get out of fellowship with us. We got out of fellowship with him for whatever reason. And then when it, when we're out of fellowship for a long period of time, sometimes it's kind of hard to get back on track. But what I love about him is no matter how long it's been, no matter how long you've been off track, that if you set your eyes to the hills which cometh your help, he will regulate you. And he will begin to align you and get you back on track and get you back in line with him. That's how much he loves you. And I'm just encouraging you today that he is the God who helps. He's a helper and that he is at your right hand. He is at your right side. He's beside you, that you can call on him and that he will hear you, that your prayer will go up to his ears, that you're not alone, that he will strengthen your soul. That he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. But you got to go to him. You got to go to him. You got to be willing to separate yourself from the negativity. You got to be willing to separate yourself from the noise. And tap into that secret place. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. You have to be willing to enter into that secret place. That you can hide under the shadows of the Almighty. That's up to us. He's, he's there. The help, the provision, it is there. We have to tap into it. We have to be willing to go into it. And in order for us to get into the presence of God, we have to leave everything else. Psalms 30:20. Lord, my God, I call to you for help and you healed me you healed me I called to you for help and you healed me that is a good scripture for those who are in pain hurting their body is hurting them they got a bad doctor's report Lord my God I called to you for help and you healed me see the word of God says that God is not man that he should lie nor the son of man, that he should repent. That God is faithful to his word. That if we was to be faithful and earnest enough to bring it back to his remembrance, he said, come reason with me. Let's talk about this. To trust him in that way, to know, Lord, I'm calling you and you're going to heal me. You're going to help me. Amen. Psalms 37. The Lord make firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he stumbles, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his right hand. There we go with that right hand again. (laughs) The Lord is upholding us with his right hand. So though you stumble, though you trip up, though you miss the mark, you will not fall. For the Lord upholds you with his right hand. I just love the word of God. I just truly love the word of God. And I pray this evening that you have been encouraged to know that you have a God that is willing to help you. That he wants to help you. That he wants to uphold you with his right hand. That he wants to deliver you. That he wants to wipe away your tears. That he wants to heal you. That he wants to make you firm and keep your feet on a solid ground. That's the kind of God that we serve. And we need to know his love letters and how he feels about us and what he thinks about us. And he is a God who helps. If you can't count on nobody else to help you and be there for you, it's nothing like needing help and there's no one to help. But you got to know that he sits high and he he looks low, that his hands is not too short, that he cannot save, nor his ears too heavy, that he cannot hear you. He will help you when you go to him earnestly with a pure heart, with a right heart and say, Lord, I need your help. I acknowledge that I can't do it on my own. I can't heal myself. I can't bring forth breakthrough on my own. I can't do nothing. On my own, I need you, Lord. I need your help right now. I can't do anything about this situation, but you can, and I'm acknowledging you that you will make every area of my life straight. I need your help, Jesus, and He will be right there. So I pray this evening that you are encouraged. I pray that it positions you to open your eyes and ask the Lord for help. You know, because some of us got some we got pride issues. I know a few people who don't like asking people for help no matter how bad they need it. They refuse because they see it as a weakness. But it's actually not. Because, like I said, it is in our weakness that God's strength is made perfect. And we have to be willing to humble ourselves and say, I need help We so busy trying to do everything on our own. Some of us been on our own for a long time. And all we know is we ain't got nobody and we ain't had nobody. So who gonna be there now? I used to think like that. Until I met a man named Jesus who offered his help without anything in return. He's so sweet. He's so willing to help us. And that's just really what it is. We got so messed up with people who had their alternative motives and they only helped you if it was conditions tied to their help like I'll help you if you do this or I'll help you if you do that or you know you gotta do me a favor I owe you kind of thing and sometimes you just really genuinely need help and I don't need no extra stuff to go with it so it feels good to know that I can count on somebody to help me really helped me. And see, this is another important thing. I want to say this. If you are that type of person that is very prideful and you don't like asking people for help, when you call on Jesus for help and depending on your situation, you have to humble yourself because God uses his servants, which means the help is going to come from another person. and You got to be willing to accept God's help via his vessel. Okay? Don't be too prideful that you miss out on God's help. We, Regardless of what that will mean financial, whether it be, you know, someone helping you in labor, time, whatever it is. We all need help for different things. It's not always financial. Maybe you need, you know, someone to talk to. Maybe you need someone to help you do a project. Maybe you just, whatever. You got to be willing and open to really receive the help of other people. Because if God is answering you. And you're turning people away. You can't get mad at God. And say God I cried out to you. I asked for help. And you didn't show up. And the truth is. You refuse the help of others. So. I pray that not only. You reach out to God. And acknowledge that he is a present help. But you ask him to help you to receive not only his help, but the help of others. Because he wants to help. And depending on the situation, he's going to use other people. But if it's peace, if it's joy, if, if it's, you know, just just eternal, internal things. You have to be willing to receive God's help. And you got to uh, lay aside the fear and the worries and the anxiousness. And allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. That God can refresh you and that he can replenish you and give you what you need. For he is the God who helps. I pray you've been blessed. I love you. Good night.